What's up, everyone? This is the Building and Empowering People's Podcast, and I'm your host, Victor Thomas and Derry Simmons Jr. And like we say, we just come here to talk about life, to motivate you, to encourage you, to just talk about real stuff. This is episode 24. Episode 24. We've been at this for a while, so thank you to all the listeners that's been listening to us since December. Uh, But let's just get on right into it. Got a couple interesting topics that I was going to, that I think would be good for us to talk about today. The first one is, when do you know it's the right time? So what makes me ask that question is I hear a lot of people, you know, asking the question, when is it the right time? Uh, When do I get started? When should I do it? Um, just asking these questions on when. Yeah. So I'm going to let you start off with it. So when do you think is the right time to do, you know, to start to become successful, to work on yourself, to whatever, to start yeah. to do anything? When, when do you think is the right time? I think the the right time is now, to be honest with you. Like, I feel like you don't have to be a certain age or do a certain thing. I feel like there's always something to do. Um, no matter big or no matter how small it may be for what you're trying to go for or what you're trying to do in this life is like start now. Like tomorrow's not promised to us. Next week's not promised to us. It's just a matter. You don't like, like I always say, don't hold off the things that you feel like you can do years from now. So with that being said, I feel like starting now, like it doesn't matter how old you are, young you are, there's always something to do. If even if you don't think there is like, there's always something to do. Like you can, do a little bit of studying or you can do a little bit of trying to post some things, but it doesn't matter what it may be in life. It's just a matter of what are you willing to do now? How willing are you willing to stay persistent with it? And um, it may take a while to actually get to where you want to be, but just because it may take a while to get to a certain place, that doesn't mean you stop trying to go towards that place now. Like don't hold off anything that what you can do now, because like I said, tomorrow's not promises next week, not promised us. Next few hours is honestly not promised to us, so it's just a matter of what are you willing to do now, and um, don't try to hold it off. If that makes sense, I think that was a that was a real good explanation. That was perfectly explained. Um, that is the the same way I'm leading into it. The right time is now. The right yeah. time is actually whenever you think about it. Whenever you think uh, when is the right time, that's the time to get started on it. So it's not a matter of you know, overthinking it. I think a lot of times the reason why um, us as people, we say, when is it the right time? When should I do it? Uh, how should I go about it? I mean, those are, those are great questions, but in the process of it being a gr- great questions, they uh, bring in uh, procrastination. They bring in overthinking because what happens is when you think of something too long, you eventually don't do it at all. And then you'll bring it up again and there'll be a repeat cycle. And you'll be like, when should I do it? When should I do it? Or you'll tell yourself, I was going to do it. I'm going to do it this time. I'm going to do it this time. And then this time and next time and this time and next time ends up being no time. And you just uh, stay on that cycle. And what happens is a lot of times is the words that that come out of our mouth on uh, like what we want to do or how we want to do it or when should we do it, it becomes something that becomes in our head as like tangible things that we're actually doing. Mm-hmm. So we have to be very careful of thinking of those questions and those things long enough because what'll happen is we'll get fake answers that we give ourselves and we'll start to live a life based off us doing something that we're not actually doing, but based off of the questions that we're answer we're we're asking yeah. and we're giving ourselves different answers that can kind of fill the void of us asking the questions and actually putting in the work and putting in the effort to actually do so and get to where we need to go. Exactly, man. Like I always say, like a dream is going to be a dream if you do nothing to make it re- turn into reality. So like, don't let these just thoughts be just a thought that just dwindles in the wind. If there's something that you really want to do, no matter if it is a dream, no matter if it's personal development, no matter what it may be in this life, like whatever you want to do, um, the time is now. Like I said, it's never too late if there's still time. So if you still have time today, then it's still time to actually go for that certain thing that you need. Because like I said, we have a lot of, what is it? And I said, uh, the richest, one of the richest places in the world is the grave because, you know, they had all these different, there's like a lot of different talents and, um, a lot of different gifts and a lot of different things that people thought of, but it never turned into reality. 
And so when they said that one of the somebody said it, they said the Les richest, Brown said it. Yeah, Les Brown. Yeah, he said the richest place in the world is a grave, and like all these ideas that it's just thrown away because they did nothing to turn into reality. So don't let that just be a thought. Just let it be something that you're willing to make um, meaningful in your life. So, and another thing to to before going to the other topic, if you know if it's important enough to you, you'll get started on it. You'll do it. You won't overthink it because if it's important, it's a part of who you're going to become and a part of who you are. You'll get started on it. You won't make any excuses about it. You'll just get right to it. Yeah. But um, hopefully you guys that have been asking the question when to start, hopefully this helped you out and you can kind of get into the swing of just getting to it as soon as you have the thought. For sure. Uh, next, next topic, investing in yourself. So... The investing in yourself part comes from a perspective of it could be we're, we're all at different levels in our lives and based off what we can handle. You know, a person that's just starting to invest in themselves, they can't afford to invest in themselves. Someone that's been investing in themselves for years and have obtained the wealth and the money to be able to spend. But they start off at they should start off at where they are. So um, far as. What type of advice would you have for people that's uh, invested in themselves where the ones that are like just starting off that don't really have much money, but are trying to um, get to a place where they can invest a lot more than they currently have? Yeah, um, I feel like um, I'm starting to kind of learn this too. Like, I feel like there's so much like so much meaning when we invest in ourselves, like trying to invest in ourselves for to really get to somewhere and um for people that doesn't really have a lot i say for what i've learned to make use to what you have now like when we think about it um i'm going to time to kind of take it biblically like god used david with the stone he used moses with a staff like you know he used all these different i saw i think you posted it one time but he used all these different people with what they had and when the more they stay persistent with the small they had, then when they used to get to the big things, then they can really make more use of it. But it's just a matter of making the most of the small things and using it in a big way. So um, with investing in yourself, um, even if you don't have a lot, you know, buy something that's like affordable or just not also just buying things, but trying to invest with yourself, like with different, you know, messages or different things that will benefit you for your future. And so once you make use of um, what you have now, it's just like, you know, I feel like God will open that door to where when he give those, he, when he gives you those big things, you will know how to handle it because you were able to handle those small things, if that makes sense. So it's just a matter of, you know, make sure that you would, if you have an opportunity to invest in yourself and you do not take it, that's really going to, and what's the word for it? It's really not going to benefit you at all because you had the opportunity, but you didn't take it. So it's not only about making the most of the investment you have or trying to invest in yourself in the opportunity, but also like when those opportunities do come, don't just let it dwindle away. I think personally, like, um, I've done that. Um, I've been like, people will try to invest in me with different things. And then I would just throw it away, if that makes sense. But now, like, I'm starting to learn, like, anything and everything that I get is not wasted, especially if it's something, um, especially if God told that individual to send that to me. Like, I know it's not wasted. So it's just a matter of always take those opportunities when they come as well. So those are the few things I have. So what I have to say about investing in yourself, uh, I have a couple of tangible things that you can use to be able to actually invest in yourself i say that investing in yourself it starts with the foundation of who you are mm -hmm. invest in figuring that out invest in knowing who you are invest in knowing uh, what you represent what you bring to the table just everything about you invest in just just knowing um and that starts with uh finding things like what do you like what do you dislike uh what are you willing to tolerate what are you not willing to tolerate so basically, you know, finding out your non-negotiables, you know, like my I wrote down my non-negotiables um, the other day. And one is uh, compromising my integrity. Like that's a non-negotiable. You cannot get me to compromise my integrity, no amount of money, 
no amount of influence, no amount of anything can get me to compromise my integrity as a person. Another one I wrote down was me not being successful. So that's a non-negotiable. I'm going to be successful. And uh, I actually am successful because I'm doing what I want to do. And to me, the definition of success is waking up every day, doing exactly what you want to do and being happy. Mm -hmm. So um, that is as well. And it's just uh, just writing down those things that are non-negotiables. And once you can realize that, because if you start with with a basis and a foundation of who you are, then you can really start to go in and invest into other things it's still investing into yourself but if you don't invest into yourself to know like who you are what you represent what you bring then none of the stuff that comes after that will really matter so i say start with foundation who you are figuring that out writing it down really honing in onto who you are after you figure that out i would say next uh, if you don't have any money i would say start off with youtube with google with youtube uh different things that you're interested in, I would say invest time. So just invest the time into looking at those videos or Googling the things that you want, investing uh, just the time into that, taking notes, studying, uh, trying to be good or trying to become uh, good at those things. And I would say that eventually if you get a little bit of money and then you want to invest, um, I would say do something like Udemy. Uh, they have courses starting off sometimes free up to, you know, nine dollars starting off at times. But um, they have courses on there and I've seen that they have courses for everything. They have courses for videography, motivational speaking, cooking, coding, painting, building, whatever it is, whatever you can think of. They have classes and they have courses that you can you can actually own. You'll pay for it one time and you'll have it for the rest of your life so you can go back and redo it over and over and over again after like a one-time payment. And I would say once you get a little bit more money to invest that's beyond, you know, $10, $20 here and there, I would say that you should invest into like different courses that uh, from people that you actually know or you, you look after or like different motivational speakers or whoever it may be that's within your industry that you follow. If you can afford to like pay for their, their courses or their seminars, start paying for those things, joining like uh, groups and stuff every single week, every single time that they have them. So you'll be connected with the people that they connect with. And obviously you'll be following the the people that you want to follow. Yeah. And I would say um, next after that, next step after that, I would say eventually going to conferences, going to events. Uh, so recently I just did the 1% conference. Um, it it went um it was virtual because you know we obviously we can't go anywhere and everything's kind of shut down but i invested in myself into that one percent conference and that was the first conference or event that i ever paid for in my entire life so now i'm to the point where i i did that and because i was able to do that the information that i was able to get helped me to get to the next level. It gave me tangible things that I can do, I can grasp, I can hold on to, and what will, will typically uh, take me to the absolute next level. And um, what I'm uh, what I'm about to do with that is, you know, continuing to go further and further. So that means that I'm going to keep continuing to go to more conferences and, and things like that because now I'm at a point where I know where I want to go and I'm uh, I'm going to invest whatever it takes based mm -hmm. off what I have. So after that, after you're able to do uh, the conferences and stuff, eventually your money starts to stack up a bit more and now you're not in the same place. So I'm taking you from not having any money all the way up to having a whole bunch of money. So after the conferences and stuff, you can keep going and keep doing that. You can add all this stuff up and continue doing all of it or you can go to this level and then go to the next. But the next one after the conferences, I would say is sometimes it's going to take for you to have to get a coach, you know, uh, to get a personal development coach or whatever it, it may be to help you to understand your strengths and your weaknesses. Because you may be at a level where you understand so much, but it's only so much that you know, and it's a whole bunch of other stuff that you don't know. So you're going to have to invest in uh, professional development coaches, people that are specifically talking to you about the things that you struggle with, how to get from where you are to where you want to go. So that will be the next one. And just continuing. Then the next level after that is just adding up those things and just doing them all together and just continuing to find out who you are, 
um, what you bring to the table, what you represent, how to get better, how to get to the next level, whatever it takes. But those are just a couple couple things that are tangible that you can start doing and you can work your way up to just being the person that you were ultimately meant to be. Yeah, for sure. Like, I feel like a, a big mistake that and including me, I'm not I'm not counting myself off, but a big mistake that a lot of people make when it comes to investing in themselves is they feel as if the money is going to be wasted the money is going to be wasted or they don't want to spend that much money but once you can get past that you will know that your money is not wasted but it's it's deposited into a purpose it's deposited to a purpose that God is was meant for you to be at so like I said like I always say like in God's eyes Nothing is ever wasted if we're doing it for him. So if you feel as if you have to invest your money into, like you said, these conferences or a, a coach or trying to find these YouTube videos, like don't waste it because it's deposited into a purpose. And once you can realize that, then you can really like I feel like that will open up your eyes to a bigger like uh, window in life and it will start to open up doors and it will help you to realize that, OK, this money is not wasted. It's for me like. I feel also like I feel a lot of people try to invest themselves to try to be like somebody else, but it's not called investing to try to be like someone else it's called investing in yourself. So do the things that will, like you said before, like will make you happy, that will make you be where God wants you to be at. And um, once you can do that, I promise you, like you will start to level up in life for real. So that was that was that was well said. That was yeah. pretty good, man. But let's jump right into the the next topic. I think this one's going to be a real interesting one. Um, cool. It is. Do you budget, save and invest or one of the three? Do you budget, save or invest when it comes to like your finances? Do mm -hmm. you do all three? Do you do one? Do you do two of them? Like which one? So I'm gonna let you start off with okay. that. Do you do any of them, or uh, what type of advice do you have to offer to to people from a financial perspective of any of those? Yeah. Um, for me personally, I try to save. I feel like I save and invest at the same time. Like, um, I guess like for me personally, I don't really spend my money like that. So I try to save, but when there's something that I need or in life, for example, like a car. Like I would like to invest in that as well. But I think the main thing I do, I need to learn how to do all three. If I'm going to be straight rule, I'm not really like educated in money like I'm supposed to. But I feel like the main thing I do is save. And, and the reason like I, I feel like I was like this when I was young, like I don't like spending my money on meaningless things. Like if it's something that I like, obviously I'm, I want to buy it but because but I know it's not meaningless because I know I'm going to use it. But if it's something I buy, like. And I know I'm not going to use it, but I'm just buying it just for this stature in life. Then I don't really like wasting my money on that. So I like to save because I, I feel like I see a, I feel like this money will lead me to a bigger picture. And, you know, um, when I want, when I get to that certain spot to where like I need to invest for something, like I have this, all this saved up money and like, I'll kind of be proud that I saved up. But, um, I feel like I do need to work on budgeting though, me personally. So but that's what I have. What about you? So for me personally, I save, I budget, and I invest. Yeah. Uh, the reason why I do all three is I actually invested in. I invested into my family and got me and my wife to take a financial course. Mm -hmm. It was I was broke, but now I'm not. I got the book, got the worksheet, got all of that. Took all of our debt, took all of our income, took everything that was going wrong, took all of that and turned it into a plan. Uh, going through different steps and phases, trying to work out how long it would take to get completely out of debt, how to save a certain amount of money and how to start fully funding your, uh, our goals and dreams based off of um, using our own money and not having to use credit. Mm -hmm. So that's that's where I budget. I save. I've been saving for a while. And actually, I was saving twenty dollars a week. But what happened is after I took the financial course, I realized that I was spending money in unnecessary areas. So uh -huh. what happens is now I up my saving from $20 a week to $100 a week because um, I realized that I was just spending money on unnecessary stuff. So I took the money from the unnecessary stuff, put uh, put it into uh, the savings and went from $20 to $100. So that was an $80 difference a week to be able to save Um I invest in myself. Uh, I actually started investing in myself before I actually started budgeting, saving. I've always done savings. So I did savings first. Then I did the investment, which 
ultimately taught me how to budget. And I recently just um, did, like I say, two investments. Um, one investment was the um, the 1% event. First time going, did that, um, spent the money that I spent. And um, I felt, I didn't feel good about it after actually doing it. But I felt good about it after actually getting the information that I needed. Yeah. Because what happened was through that through me investing myself through that, I got information that I would have never gotten anywhere else. I would have only got that gotten that information from paying to go uh to an event because they give specific information that's there, that's tangible to your life, and it's not something that's just uh, you can find on YouTube. You can do this. You can do that. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with YouTube and those things, but sometimes you get to a level where you have to start paying for it to get to a whole nother level. Because what happens is um, you start off cheap, but as you start to grow and start to make a little bit more money, you have to spend a little bit more money uh, to be able to get to a whole nother level. I know in the events it said that one of the myths is it takes money to uh, takes money to make money, and that's a myth. But in some cases, that's gonna be that's gonna be the thing that's gonna be beneficial for your life is taking that money to invest in. And um, another thing is that um, I invested in myself because I'm always the next one after that. I think it was two days ago. I invested. This was my biggest investment that I've ever invested. I'm not gonna say the dollar amount or the number, but uh, this is by far the biggest investment that I've ever made. And what I'm doing with this is that I've been giving out all of this information to people for for free uh, for all these years, helping people, spending time doing this, helping them with their problems when they complain, when they do this. And sometimes that can be hours and hours at a time. So it's going to be just a little bit longer. I'm still going to allow that stuff to happen. But this investment that I just made within myself I would say give me a couple of months and all those complaints and all those talks and all that is going to cost. So whenever people start calling me about this and about that, and if they want to talk to me about this stuff and they want the information that I used to give out for free, they're going to have to start paying. What's going to happen is if they don't start paying, they're just not going to get the information or they're going to have to get other information from somewhere else that may not be half as good as the information that they were getting. Mm. So that's the investment that I'm making in myself with um, with with that. So and also I recently a couple months ago got into stocks. So I'm investing in stocks as well because I do realize that it's a lot of investments that you have to do that savings is not just going to be enough. What happens is a lot of people, they save and they think that saving is just enough. Yeah. So what happens is when you save and you think it's enough, what happens is during like a pandemic that happened and people is like, oh, savings is enough. Now people don't have an income. Now you don't have an income to save. And most people had to use that savings as an income because they didn't have an income coming in and now that savings is wiped out and they didn't have a job they didn't have anything but the thing is what i realized is if if a person budget is uh they budget correct then they had the savings and then if they did the uh investments what will happen is they'll have things like stocks they'll have bonds mutual funds they'll have uh, real estate they'll have other forms of income that's still coming in without them having to have a physical job so if you're listening to this and um, you've been struggling with working, um, working a job, like working a physical job that you go in and you work and you're like, man, uh, but I want to do this and I want to do that. What happens is, is until you start having the type of investments that can bring you money without you having to physically be there, that's when you start to really live the life. You start to use that time. You start to have energy and everything that you wanted and use them in other areas because the money is still rolling in. So um, I do all three. Um, I recommend that everyone do all three. You know, you may be a person that's saying, oh, I don't do real estate. Well, all right, you don't do real estate, find something else. Or you may be a person that's like, I I'm interested in real estate. It's uh, so many different real estate uh, people that are out there that are, um, that are teaching you how to do it. Like a prime example, uh, Jamal King, the nine to five mil millionaire, 
He has this thing called Make Real Estate Real. He offers great prices to teach you everything he learned in 20 years and all that. So for people that's trying to do real estate, that's just an example of a person that can help you to do that. Or if you're trying to get into the stock market, you got these different apps like Robinhood and uh, Acorn and uh, something else. I forgot the other ones, but you can use those to kind of play around with it, put the money that you want to put in it and buy the stocks and stuff that you want to buy. And what happens is with stock, stocks it fluctuates it goes up it goes down but the thing is to play the long game to kind of see how it would be over a period of time you know an example would be like um amazon when he started in like 98 his mom and dad gave him like a couple thousand dollars to invest into it and those a uh, couple of thousand dollars that they invested um this was like 2018 so in 98 they gave him a couple thousand to invest and by like 2018, those couple thousand were, were worth a couple uh, a couple million. But it was a 20 year process. But the 20 years um, went, took like basically, let's say it took 5,000 and turned 5,000 to 5 million or something like uh, 500,000 into 50 million. But you got to be willing to wait and to do that when you're dealing with stocks, you got to be willing to wait and be patient with the time and the process even when it's going up and down you don't trust it you don't know what to do kind of just just still wait and hang on and make the best decisions based off of what the the people that have been doing it for a long time have but uh yeah that's my thing on saving budgeting and uh investing this was honestly bro you said everything like <laughs> i don't really have nothing else to say, say about that man because i think that's like uh i'm not really like skilled in that area yet that's why i only said like uh saving and investing like i didn't really think of it like that like i knew you had to do all three but i think because like i was very limited on information like i didn't really know what i was doing so that's definitely good advice and i i really do feel like it's it's really going to help somebody like that's trying to uh do everything you said like trying to save invest budget and it will like open their doors also financially and help them to really be smart and have wisdom about it as well so well knowledge so um that's definitely going to help somebody for sure for sure for sure but hopefully like you said hopefully you guys got some great information from saving budgeting and investing and some uh different tangible tips and things that you can actually apply to your life to make it better or to get better in one of those areas if you're doing all three then great if you're not hopefully this can help you to do one two then end up doing eventually all three but eventually all three it should be the goal yeah. uh, but let's get into the the next one the next one is stop lying stop lying so what stop lying is it's like you know a lot of times it's people we say a lot of stuff that we don't do or we say something like you know like something simple like oh i'm outside but you like six miles down the road or I'm going to call you and you don't call, call or, back. yeah, I'm going to pick up next time, but you don't pick up or I'm going to, uh, I'm going to be over there that right. you don't, you don't be there. And it's just like, that's just some of the small stuff. And then we talked about the, uh, actual parts of the, um, of like going to the next level or growth or improvements or that type of stuff. It's almost on a thing of, yeah, man, I want to do this. I got. I got this vision. I got these goals. I got this. And that's not the lying part. Like you may have all of that stuff, but then when you say you're going to do all this stuff, knowing in your, knowing in your heart and in your mind, you're not, mm -hmm. that's what I mean. Like stop lying. You know, like if you, if you're not going to do it, then, then don't say it. I had a talk with, um, I had a talk with one of my friends the other day and I told him, um, he had just went through some issues and some problems and I tried to give him some professional development and all that like for years it's been times I'm like man it's like three four times I'm like this is gonna be the absolute last time you have to stop lying and I was like what you've been doing man is you've been telling the world one thing and you've been doing another I'm like all right most people do that but I told him what he did was he not only lied to everyone on the outside he lied to himself mm -hmm. so i said man you you can't lie to yourself that's the absolute worst thing you can do like to me like lying in general is, is the worst thing you can do but i found i find that most people find it easy to lie to everyone else 
but I find it that, you know, lying to yourself is a little bit harder than lying to, to people because people is like, all right, they're outside. And if I lie to them, they don't really know. But to lie to yourself, you got to live with that. You got to you got to uh, hear about that. Like you didn't do this. You didn't do this. So now that when you lie to yourself, it keeps coming back to haunt you. It goes you know, back and back and back till eventually, you know, you're like, man, you're having all these problems and issues because you're struggling with the fact that you lied to yourself and because you lied to yourself, you won't let it go. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so next I'm going to let you dive into like, what does that mean to you? Like, and, or what advice you give to people or what have you seen about people, you know, lying to themselves, whether it's been you, whether it's been a friend, whether it's been someone, you know, or, or whatever. Yeah, man. Like, uh, I think personally too, like I feel like I've been doing that uh, a lot. Like uh, people would tell me stuff, and I used to lie just try to just try to satisfy me out my ears. But knowing me, like it was unsatisfying to me. So now I'm starting to see like if you lie, you're basically you're. It's a waste of breath to say something you're not going to do. It's just simple as that. Like you're wasting your time not only your breath but you're wasting time you're wasting energy not just your time and energy but the other people that you're trying to tell this lie to you know like the bible says the truth will set you free so if you're holding on to this lie and it's just you keep on holding on to and holding on to it it's like nothing is going to be you know nothing is going to reap from what you're trying to harvest if you keep trying to lie to yourself about it so um i think um personally if you know you're not going to do something, just tell the straight up truth and say you're not going to do it. Because if you keep on holding on to a lie, you're, you're not only you're not only hurting yourself, but you're hurting the other person that you're telling that lie to because they have expectations from you. They have all these different sort of things. And if you lie about that, it's also affecting them as well, because it's like, where were you when you said you were going to do this and do that? So um, also, it's just a matter of just tell the truth about the small things as well because if you if you can't fix what is small then once it grows big you won't know how to handle it and so i think um like you said man like we have to stop lying to ourselves in life uh like i said um i'm um i used i do this and not gonna lie i still sometimes do it like if i'm going to be real but god had to shape my heart like honestly like recently like telling like just telling me like you know, I called you for this, but your actions and your thoughts is is it's to another place. And so we have to really um we have to really stop lying to ourselves. We have to really let the truth set us free instead of holding on to these lies that would keep us in bondage. So um I like you said, just stop lying to yourself. Like it's it's hurting you. And so if you feel like like if you can really just tell the truth to yourself, if you can really let God search your heart, examine yourself and really, you know, fix these lies and fix your mistakes and fix these things that, you know, you're used to doing. Like, I promise you, it's going to be it's going to make a bigger impact than that lie did. So and one thing to, to focus on, like just being real, like even though you've lied, you've done all this stuff, you've done this, just just understand you know, as, as people like we should hold on to the lies we told. All right. It's not yeah. about the lies we told. It's about going forward and mm-hmm. not continuing to lie. I actually posted something earlier um, on Instagram. It was I said, uh, OK, I said the excuses you make today are going to transform into your regrets that are to come in the coming days. So what I mean by that is, you know, when you when you keep doing one thing, it's going to turn into something completely opposite. So like the lies that you tell are are basically excuses and those excuses eventually transform. They grow bigger and they become regrets. Mm -hmm. And now you live. It's like a prime example is, you know, just say like in high school, like it was a girl that um, that you knew you should be you should be with but what happened is you start chasing all these other girls and you start doing your own thing but you knew this is the girl that you were supposed to be with and chase and what happens is now y'all are out of high school and y'all graduating everything you go live your life you've been miserable you've been doing all this and 
through all of that, you keep on thinking about that one girl. Like, man, I wonder how she doing. And you check in, you check in on on Facebook or whatever. And you just like, man, you see that she's doing good because now she's married. She got exactly. a husband. She got a couple kids. This, that, and the other. And now you look at her. It's like, man, that could have been me. I could have been that dude. Like I knew it, but then uh, I just I just kept lying to her and kept mm-hmm. doing my own thing. That's just an example of like relationships. But that, but that's the one thing that can like turn into a regret. And you live with that regret forever because now sometimes when it turns into regrets, you can't do anything about that regret because mm-hmm. like uh, an example would be like that girl that you didn't give the time and energy you lied to. Now she's married and she has kids and she's happily married. That regret is something that you will never have now because she's married. She has kids like it's exactly. she's happy, you know, and she's moved on. So don't allow yourself to. um let the lie or the excuse turn into a regret that ultimately you would have to live with and can't do anything about. Exactly, man. And like you said before, like just because you do this stuff now, like don't blame yourself for like the the lies and the mistakes you did. Just make the use of today. You know, I, I made this quote a long time ago and it said I said, uh, yesterday may have been filled with so much sorrow and mistakes for you and you may not know what tomorrow may bring, but what you can do is make the most of today. You know, you can make this day into something beautiful and this day into something worth remembering. You know, you have to you don't have to keep on holding on to what you've done. You know, that's that's jobs. Um, that's God's job. Um, you give those things to God. And if you want to give everything you did, the lies and mistakes, the pain, whatever you might have done, um, God will set you free from that. And you no longer have to walk in this state of, oh, my gosh, I told this lie or I'm in bondage of it. You can walk in. You know, you can walk without regret, like you said, without doubt. So it's just a matter of if you want to fix yourself um, now and pimp and pinpoint these different things like it's going to be fixed. So it's just a matter of are you willing to be fixed and are you willing to let God fix you? So when you were saying pimp and pen, I was I thought you were no, going to no, say no, pimping. No, 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 don't, don't, don't tell the people about pimping, man. I don't, I, don't, I don't know, man. I don't think people need to know about pimping and going out there and making a little Bro. extra dollars for that. I was like, what? What they're going with this? Man, you talking about pimping? You uh, pimp? Okay, okay. You talking about pimping? Yeah, I kept on. stuttering, bro. I was low key thinking out of my head. I'm like, bro. man. Where is this going? I ain't know. I ain't know this was that type of podcast where we talk about pimping. Wow. <laughs> I was lucky thinking in my head, bro. I know I did not say that, bro. Oh, oh man. Let's um get into the next topic, though, man. That's um the next topic is where do you see yourself in five years? And when I ask this question, uh. Derek, I'm gonna ask it to you, and then you give, you know, where you see yourself, and then offer some advice as mm-hmm. well. But what I mean by that is not just where you see yourself in five years, based off of like magical Disney World or whatever, but like mm-hmm. what, where do you actually see yourself in five years, based off of the things that you're doing, where you are currently, where do you see yourself in five years, based okay. off of? your current situation, your current choices, your current decisions, and everything that you're doing now for five years from now. Five years. I say five years, how am I going to be? 25, I think? 24? Something like that. Um, If I keep up the momentum I'm doing now, like, by faith, bro, like, I already keep saying this, like, in five years, I already see, like, everything that I'm doing now coming to pass, like, my ministry, um, you know, us speaking at different places. Um, just, I just see myself in that, man. Like, I always, I think when waking up in the morning, I pray and stuff like that. I read my Bible. And after I do that, I just I just have a few moments to really vision, f- visualize. And um, like I said, in five years, man, I just see myself ministering, um, doing stuff for the Lord, speaking at different places, traveling around the world, just speaking Speaking at different places, just bringing hope and glory to God, man. Like, um, I think um, as individuals, we should always like. And this is this is something you opened my eyes to too when we was in Brentwood, and you always showed me the exposure. Like, it takes seeing the vision, and I feel like when we see that vision, we can actually visualize ourselves in it. And once we can visualize it in our minds, we can bring it to past and reality in our in our now. So. I feel like once God gives you a vision in life, that's something definitely not worth 
throwing away. Like it's something to keep on staying persistent with until you see that certain thing that um God wanted you to see. So um like I said, man, like and um um like we said before too, like <laughs> I think when we first started talking to each other, we I think we both said like I want to be one of the top one of the top one of the top influential people in the world, man. And um, I feel like when we keep on trusting God and keeping that momentum, we're going to definitely um, touch a lot of lives. So, like I said, just um, summary, I just see myself, um, what I'm doing, trying to do now into a bigger picture, like uh, helping a lot of people, ministering, just bringing hope to God and just speaking with speaking life to people. And my charity organization, I also see that um, flowing as well to where I can serve people with my words and actions. So. I think it's important that we visualize and once we can visualize, it will definitely be um, one last thing. I feel like when we visualize, it will be definitely easier to walk towards that thing that you're trying to get at. I feel like if we don't visualize, we're walking with no direction. It's like we're walking lost. And um, even if you do feel lost visualizing, you will feel like you're lost, but you're merely being guided to it to that certain place that you need to be if you keep on staying persistent and trusting in God. And so that's how I feel about that, man. You know, I think as Walt Disney just said, imagination is life's coming attraction. Mm -hmm. So uh, where I see my life in five years from now, based off of the decisions that I'm making and the choices that I'm making and the actions that I'm taking, now I could realistically see some tangible things, not just like hopeful dream and wishing things. Yeah. Because when I when I see it, I'm actually applying. I'm actually putting into the fact of the things that I'm doing. Because if I'm not doing the things that that's going to take me there, then I can't say in five years this will be that. It'll just be a dream because mm -hmm. I'm not taking an action. So I want people to really hear this and understand the actions. You really have to take action on a dream. You can't just like you have to visualize. Like without visualizing an action, it doesn't get there. You can't just have visualization but not have actions like Thanks you can't just be like exactly so you can't just say oh i see myself doing this but i'm not willing to work for it it's like no nah, you can you're gonna keep seeing that you're gonna keep seeing it but it's not gonna be a reality if you don't take the actions and the steps it takes so for me realistically in five years i see in in five years i see uh me and, you know us having me and my wife having our first home mm -hmm. um in the neighborhood that we wanted to be in, us put, you know, us having, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars saved, like seriously, a couple hundred thousand dollars saved, mm -hmm. having uh, a couple investments, um, and also I can see myself like not quite the speaker that I want to be yet, mm -hmm. but I can see myself speaking and and kind of like your career is kind of starting there. i can see it skyrocketing yeah. and going there uh you know coaching and whether it be the nba the nfl mlb nhl uh corporate uh restaurants all these type of things i can see myself doing that based off of the steps and the actions that i'm taking and the investments that i'm making towards that so mm -hmm. now i can really see those things happening uh, because now I've taken a couple extra steps to be able to to make sure and to ensure that those things are going to happen. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I can also see in five years, you know, what I'm building now is to to have like a great relationship with my kids. It's not bad, but I yeah. think that it could be a lot better. better yeah. And I can also see uh, my relationship with my wife is really good, but I can see my relationship with my wife being you know, phenomenal. That's, and I can see so as sad. well as like my relationship with God, like it's, it's, it's great, but I can see my relationship with God going from great to phenomenal in five years. Mm -hmm. And I can see that, uh, me now being like, um, not only, um, a tither and kind of a giver, like I give when I can. Yeah. Uh, I've been doing a lot more lately, like been trying to give at least like once, once or twice a week and mm -hmm. still tithe, but I can see myself, not only tithing the the 10% that I've been doing, but I can see myself um, doing a bit more, like maybe 15, 20% and being able to give way more than I've been able to give. So that that's all the things that I can see for my life in the next five years. 
And for individuals that that don't know what where they see their lives in five years, uh, the best thing to do is kind of assess um, assess where you are, assess what you're doing, assess what where your life is, assess uh, the direction that is headed towards, and based off of all of that, you can kind of start to uh, choose and decide the things that are going to be in your life in the next five years. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and I would consider five years like short term. And I would consider anything above five years, like 10 years and that I would consider that long term. So based off of your short term, short term <laughs> goals and the things that you're doing, everything has to come together to equal those things, because if it's not everything, then it's not going to equal what you think it's going to be. So write it down, live it, uh, practice it, rehearse it, assess it, do all that. And then you'll be able to see that you'll be able to actually uh see the things that uh, that you you're going to have or you're going to see based off of where your life is exactly man i feel like uh if you have big talk in life you you better have bigger works behind that talk if that makes sense oh yeah you know what i'm saying like like we said before faith without works is dead so you can say that i can i'm going to get here i'm going to get there but if you don't have work behind what you said and if you don't trust in god about where you're going then it's not going to come to pass and so i feel like work behind faith is expanding our faith to it's it's also expanding our faith as well um it expands our faith because we know that our works that we're doing is not going to be in vain it's not going to be just for nothing and so with that being said um it's just so much it's just so much importance when visualizing like I feel like one of the uh, one of the biggest things I do for self-assessment, especially for me to visualize, like I literally like go in my bathroom. I just talk to myself in the mirror. I feel like sometimes you got to be your biggest encourager in life. You know what I'm saying? And um, really telling yourself, I will do this. I will do that. And like there's just so much power in uh, I am. You know what I'm saying? Like when we can say I am this, then you won't be working like when you can say that I am this or I am that, you won't be working opposite of what you said you were. Because if you say you are something, then the things that pertain to who you are, then you're going to do it because that's who you are. And so I've been starting to visualize myself like I am like I am this minister that God wants me to be with whatever God wants me to lead me. But I am what God wants me to be. Um, um, I actually... It was, um, I actually had this quote I came up with a long time ago, and it was kind of funny because E.T. just made a, a message about this. Um, I said, um, don't put limits on our limitless God. And I saw that Eric Thomas, <laughs> he actually posted a video today talking about God is limited. And the reason he said that and the reason I said that is because the only limits that is on God is the limits that we put on him. You know, we've seen the songs talking about, you know, he can break my chains, but sometimes we got to break the chains off of God. You know, we say he's able to do exceedingly and abundantly, but some of us are taking that as he could do some things, but not this and not that. But if we can fully surrender ourselves to him and break these chains off of him and allow him to do what he's meant to do, I promise you, like you will, you will be where exactly where you need to be in life. And so with that being said, um, like, like I said, don't put any limits on God. Um, really visualize yourself in that certain thing that you know where you're you're meant to be at and led at. And um, like like I also say, like I feel like we're already like Jeremiah twenty nine eleven says, "For I know the thoughts that I think of you, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to leave you to an expected end." It's like we we're already set in stone in this certain place. It's just a matter of growing into it. And once you know that you're growing into something rather than striving for something, that growing into something will will help you to have a better worth ethnic for what you're trying to get at, if that makes sense. So that's how I feel as well. So um, that that's about all the time we have for today. That was, you know, that was a great conversation, yeah. dialect and uh, good information for people to hear. But I want to make sure that you guys are hearing you know what we have to say and ways to reach out to us i don't know if you can't hear us clearly or or what but you can reach out to us by email building and empowering at gmail.com that is the email building and empowering at gmail.com and i will actually spell that out for you guys b u i l 
D-I-N-G-A-N-D-E-M-P-O-W-E-R-I-N-G at gmail.com. That is the email address. And you all can also find us on Instagram, you know, uh, building and empowering, building and empowering, building and empowering on Instagram. Also, it's the same on Facebook as well. So you can find snippets of the podcast, videos, quotes, whatever it is that you need. But you can find us Instagram, Facebook, and also YouTube, building and empowering, you know, on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And that has, you know, all of our information. And you can find this podcast not only on Anchor Radio, but... Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, um, basically everything. So you can find us there as well. And the two places, well, it's a couple places that you can leave comments. You can leave your comments on the Instagram page. You can leave the comments on the Facebook page. You can also leave comments on YouTube's page. And you can also send in some feedback or comments at building and empowering at gmail.com we would love to hear from you we would love to take in you know your comments your concerns things that you want to hear about so we can talk about that on the podcast so um hopefully that's this has been a great podcast and you guys can give us some feedback and some information that can help us to make a better better podcast for you because we're not just doing the podcast for ourselves we're doing the podcast for you guys on a consistent basis. So we want to make sure that we're giving you uh, all the things that you need that's helping uh, better and grow your life. For sure. Uh, is there anything else that you want to uh, leave the people off with? Um, just wanted to say, um, I hope everything that we say in the podcast and uh, just everything that we say in general, I hope that it, um, it definitely helps someone out there. Um, even if it's just one listener, I hope that it's helping you and for any other listeners that will come and go, just I hope that whatever we say, it just it just helps you. Like like Victor said, we're not trying to do this to, you know, for our own glory. We're just trying to do this for God's glory and to bring you hope as well. So um, um, that's all I really got to say. Well, that's all we got. And we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one.